With us today is uh, Governor David Patterson, and he has a lot of knowledge of what the heck is going on in New York City, New York State, and on the national uh, uh, community. Uh, Governor Patterson, welcome to Sunday morning. Uh, what would you like to start at this morning? Well, uh, thank you, John. I hope that you and uh, everyone listening had a happy July 4th weekend. This was a great July 4th weekend because July 4th falling on a Tuesday enabled a lot of people to start the holiday on Friday and go all the way to Wednesday before they went back to work. But what's interesting about July 4th that a lot of people know uh, is that the Declaration of Independence was actually signed on July 3rd, 1776. And then the year later, when they were, uh, the Continental Congress was doing something and they were real busy. And somebody uh, realized uh, late in the day, a year later, that they had never celebrated the event of signing the declaration a year before. So they celebrated it on July 4th, 1777. And we've celebrated it on uh, uh, July 4th every day since. So now that we're done with that, I understand that well, you had... So the real date is July 3rd. Like the real, the real capital... Date is July the, 3rd. And like the first capital of the United States was uh, uh, in, in New York City in Manhattan, Federal Hall. Exactly, exactly. There's so much about that period, about not just the politics, but the military strategies and the different relationships between the different states that were uh, founded, and then, of course, uh, you know, England <laughs> supervising everything until the Americans got tired of it. it it's, it's wonderful history. But uh, you had a conversation with Governor Hochul this week, and you shared it, I believe, Thursday night on uh, the uh, 5 o'clock show. And it really, point, it really pointed out to me, and I think everyone needs to know this, that this governor, Kathy Hochul, is in an unenviable place. She is the only governor who has now served her whole time with a legislature that has more than two to one majorities in the Senate and the Assembly. The reason that's important is because if Governor Hochul vetoes a bill, they can come up with enough votes to override her veto. So this has given the legislative leaders far more authority and power than they've had in the past. And so I remember in 2003, the first year I was minority leader, we overrode one of Governor Pataki's vetoes, and both the uh, Senate and Assembly, we, we did them almost unanimously. But uh, for the most part, governors have not had to deal with that problem. I never had that problem when I was there. And it's a very difficult position because everyone holds you being the governor responsible for everything that goes on. But your capacity, uh, the capacity to influence the situation is reduced from the uh, from uh, uh, times before. So I think that <clears throat> she's gotten some criticism from people at times who really don't know that she doesn't have the uh, unilateral discretion that others of us had when we served. Yes, understood. And she made it very clear that uh, 
the legislature, uh, the state senate, and the and the assembly uh, have a thumb over her, and uh, she's trying to work it out. Uh, but uh, uh, what I think she did say is, uh, uh, on the bail reform, uh, they are stubborn; that they don't want to do anything more. Uh, I mean, uh, it's just. Uh, uh, very sad because there's a mass exodus out of New York, and and uh, the, the, I guess we did talk about uh, uh, that the budget uh, for the last 12 months is down like 20 percent. So at some point, does that mean um, the budget blows up? Have you? I've never seen a number as high as 20 percent. Well, there's a 13.3 projected. Uh, budget deficit <clears throat> that uh, would have to be closed, and the best time to start closing it would be now. In other words, um, I mean, I don't want to get to governor. No, no, we listen. I, I care. I care for her. I think she's a good governor. I mean, I think she's trying very hard. I think uh, right, uh, but uh, she's got a thumb over her. Well, in my first year, we had uh, a similar. On this is 2008. This is when everything fell apart, and I demanded that the legislature come back uh, in the summer, and they did come back, and they cut two billion dollars off of a four billion dollar out year budget gap. But I had a lot of weapons to deal with them in case they didn't do that. That she doesn't have. So in other words, she could invite them back this summer, and uh, other than if it's a barbecue, I don't think it's likely that they're coming. But everyone needs to understand that your responsibility is to your district, the people that live there, but it's also to all of the people of the state of New York. And at a certain point, we've got to understand the pandemic taught us one thing that we should all remember. People don't have to live in the same place. They can move and work from Florida, California, North Carolina, got a lot of New Yorkers down there. In the state of Georgia, they have a Hempstead Day where all the people from Hempstead, Long Island, the village that I grew up in, they have a big uh, event to commemorate that they all lived in Hempstead. So, in other words, a lot there's an outward migration of people, and um, it's easy to say tax the rich, but it's going to be hard to tax the rich when all the rich are living in North Carolina or Illinois or uh Phoenix, Arizona, or some of these places that are popping up. And, and we now know that those states down south, like uh, North and South Carolina, Georgia, and Tennessee, actually have a greater effect on our federal budget than the Northeast, which had classically uh, outpolled the rest of the nation in terms of um, our tax policies and our uh, contributions we could make to the federal budget understood understood i mean it's it's a mess and uh uh we have to stop the uh, uh the exodus and i said that i said that to the governor we have to stop the exodus uh and uh and try to uh, bring things uh, back to uh, uh that we live in a civilized uh, country i mean uh the murders that are going on People, you know, uh, Governor, you know, I have stores that used to be open to midnight, but there's nobody walking around at 10 o'clock at night in New York anymore. Nobody walking around at 11 o'clock or midnight. They're scared to work. 
and uh, uh, there was an incident in the, on uh, Friday uh, or Thursday uh, at the, was it CVS or Walgreens where uh, they got into an altercation with a shoplifter and one of them died. Yeah, actually, the, the shoplifter died, which is, it, it, I don't know all of that, but it seems um, like a rush to judgment, perhaps, to charge the um, security guard who, in subduing the shoplifter, uh, he killed him. Yeah. And But, you know, uh, you know, this is that difficult situation where when is it self-defense? And when is it not? You know, so, yeah. um, uh, so I actually so pardon. You pardon a few people. Actually, well, I pardon a man, an African-American man, who um, came outside and drew his gun to defend his home. There were 12 cars parked on his front lawn and these young kids who were, you know, kind of looking for trouble. And one of the kids hit the gun trying to get it away from him and the and uh he fired the gun and, and killed the kid. And the judge in sentencing him said that you uh, were to be self-defense. He had to be retreating, but he couldn't retreat because he was standing against the wall of the house. And I commuted his sentence. And uh, believe you it did, or not, did... the New York Post yes. wrote, if this was Texas, they wouldn't even have had a trial. <laughs> Well, you did the right thing, Governor. Uh, we only have 30 seconds left. Anything else you want to say? Well, I just think that um, the ramifications for not addressing budget deficits become uh, even more immense if you don't address them. It's just like your household. If you don't pay on your credit card, they're going to take it away from you. And uh, I think we all just need to understand that. It's a fact. It's not an, a, a political policy. It's a fact. I agree. I agree, Governor. Thank you so much. Have a great summer weekend, and let's catch up again real soon. See you next week, Don. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. NYC.